Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 120. That is one, two, zero for anybody out there that's counting. Of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. What is going on, sports lovers? Hope everybody is well. Good to be back in the studios. What is going on, Jerry? Hey, man. How are you? I'm well. I am well, man. Uh, lots happened since the last time we spoke, and we had Jack on the podcast. And uh, let's get everybody up to date, man. So Wings, Beers, and Tears, give us a follow, download our podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. We will be there. All right, man. So the NFL playoffs never disappoint, do they? They do not. So um, on Saturday, we had two games. On yesterday, we had two games. And from those games, the Chiefs and the Bengals moved on in the AFC and the 49ers and the Eagles in big fashion moved on in the NFC. So you have a Chiefs-Bengals matchup next week and a Eagles-49ers, which probably are maybe the four best teams. You know, I would – before the weekend, I was really rooting for Buffalo, but this is two years in a row now – that Buffalo's done their best Baltimore impression. I just, know. They've, they've puckered up and been quite disappointing. Um, you know, I wanted to see Buffalo in there against KC. I thought that was going to be awesome. With that being said, maybe Cincy just has their number and they're a little bit better. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, Josh Allen didn't play well. He was not good. Um, and- I don't think they were coached well going into that game. I'll be honest. It's hard to say. It's fucking snowing in, in Buffalo. Um since he had a nice road game plan, I thought they hit the ground running pretty good. You know, got down, got the touch, set the tone a little bit. And in a game in the snow like that, there's not going to be a ton of points, right? You no. know, they get up 14 and you're kind of like, I don't know that Buffalo can chase this game down. But I mean, you know, I mean, Burrow throws for two touchdowns, um, Mixon runs for a touchdown and 100 yards, uh, you know. Chase had a good game. Hayden Hurst had a good game. Mm-hmm. They seemed fairly dynamic. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, I mean, obviously, Josh Allen did not throw a touchdown. He threw one interception. He completed about, I don't know, 55% of his passes. Yeah, it wasn't very impressive. They had no running game, um, which that's not completely um, unheard of. But they, what Cincinnati did, which surprised me the most, is that they shut Stephon Diggs down. Um, he only had four catches. Um, he was minimal. He was he was frustrated as hell. Yeah, I mean you could tell that. Yeah. Um, but the you know what the I, I don't think the Cincinnati defensive line gets enough credit. They really can put pressure on people. Yeah, I mean look, that's how they made their run through the playoffs last year. They they kind of caught people by surprise, but I mean they were just getting into the backfield. Their biggest issue is protecting Burrow. It that was last biggest, year, yeah. and it continues to be. But I'll give Taylor credit, their coach. I don't think he's a fantastic coach. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. Yeah, he's but good. Obviously, he game plans really well, man. Yeah, he's you know, obviously good. He, obviously, yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, some of the other coaches, I was singing their praises this year. You know, like Dabble, really nice job in the first playoff game, and then just a complete mess last week. Yeah, I think um, I think Philly came out to to prove a point, man. I mean, well, they they put that they put that game away early. There was never a doubt that that no. was going to be even close. Nope, agreed. And I'm just glad, um, I'm glad Dallas imploded and didn't didn't move on. I mean, they're just they're just not that good. No, I, I, I mean, don't think I, I don't he's think, very good. I don't think you know. I don't think Dak is uh, is any 
more clutch than Lamar. No. Um, I don't, you know, he, he has the reputation of being able to fizzle out early, not yeah. win the big game. Sure. Um, now, the week before, he was fantastic. Right. At Tampa, they, they... I think he's good. I mean, I think he's a good quarterback, but he's not elite. No. There's only a handful of elite. There are. And that Okay, so we'll bring it kind of full circle to, to the local guys, and we'll talk, you know, we'll talk Baltimore bowing out yet again right. in spectacularly bad fashion. Um, <laughs> God, that was hard to watch. I mean, they really had no shot. Um, but the w- fact that they were there a oh, yard they, away. They, they had a shot in the game, but looking objectively. Right. You know, from 10,000 feet or third, whatever that's sure. saying is. They had no shot just because, you know, Burrow played poorly. Well, the defense since he played, dodged the bullet. Yeah. Could, and Burrow even said it in his post game. They were like, so what do you think? He goes, today was not good. Right. He goes, but today's the playoffs. And he goes, and you win and survive. And that's survive in advance, win. brother. Yep. Right. And he but was I like, mean, we found a way. And I know, think they, that, I think that's why their game plan against Buffalo was so good. They, but see, you know. this is this is this is the anchor. This is going to be an anchor around Harbaugh because he's going to think I'm only a play away. I'm one dropped hail mary away from tying Cincinnati. Right. right? When he has so many problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I don't know. I mean, he seems kind of smart. I think he could probably see. But but you know, like Burrow has one bad game. He ain't going to have two. Exactly. Right. Mahomes has. If he has a bad game, he ain't going to have two. <laughs> He barely has a bad quarter. I think Dak will have multiple bad games. Oh, yeah. I think Lamar will have multiple bad games. They haven't sure. proven they can do it over and over again. And quite honestly, as great as Josh Allen is, because if I was going to take a quarterback perhaps to start a franchise, like if you gave me an expansion franchise, I'd probably take a guy like Josh Allen. You yeah. know? Yeah, he's um, stuck. I, but yeah. he does fall into that trap, like you just said, of he'll have multiple bad games during the season. I mean, he's had some stinkers this year. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I was watching. And I don't know if it's him. I mean, he has, like I said, they have, they have. Obviously, they won a ton of games, right? So they have. So he's a good quarterback. Oh, no doubt. But looking at their their roster, they don't have studs across the board. You know, they. You know what's funny? They their defense is kind of smoke and mirrors. They right. They, now, with that being said, they're deep at every position, secondary linebacker included, and they're very solid. I'm not saying that they're like a no-name defense, but you're right. They don't have a Michael Parsons. They don't have, you know, a Bosa or, right. or anybody like that. And, and and they're very well coached, and they get it done. I just think they had a stinker. Well, he, here's, sucks, here's why, bro. We've seen it time and time again, and Baltimore's going to face it. Josh Allen just signed. He's on a six-year, $258 million contract. God damn. When you have that much invested in one player, your roster is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, a fact. And that's a fact. You know what? I mean, I think they have the the depth of your team, the ability to get more than a few stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're so top heavy that you don't have good middle players, right? Right. You have a couple elite players, and then you have basic players mm-hmm. right like minimum players sure. who, so i think you're you're better off i mean the the best teams are the ones that can win with a rookie contract quarterback okay like what joe say, burrow look at san francisco right dude <clears throat> i mean we said it when jack was here and jack agreed with me so of course i like jack because he agreed with me <laughs> Good um, <dude>. yeah. <laughs> but uh I, there's no question in my mind right now, Kyle Shanahan is the best quarterback the, in the NFL, or best coach in the NFL. I'm 100% with you. He's, I mean, the, he's, the, best, he's the best coach in the NFL. Dude, no excuses. He, 
you you can see his wheels turning in his brain. Like when when um, Trey Lance went down, and then Jimmy G went down, he he didn't even bat an eye. Yeah. It was like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna implement this and this and this and and I mean, his little fucking like video game coach brain goes into overdrive, and the guys buy into it. Trey Lance has got to be traded. Well, so here's the don't deal. you think? I said last week in the pod that that I had heard a couple different draft guys say. This day and age, why wouldn't you draft a quarterback every single year? Oh, I'm with you. And Brock Purdy is a prime example why you do that. Right. Instead of taking that, like, safety from the FBS school with your sixth pick, if there's a legit quarterback that's got a little bit of size, it's got some pedigree, fucking take him. Yeah, but Purdy would be Tyler or Taylor Heineke in Washington. Sure. Right, he. Oh, yeah, it, it, you got to coach them up. You got to put them in the right system. They have to buy into it. A lot of things have to work in synergy I, for I that mean, to happen. If you watch, um, if you watch San Francisco, they are explosive, but they not they're not a vertical team. Mm-mm. They're explosives because they kill you. You know, from hash to hash, they do these reverses. They hit. You know, they 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 hit short passes. They fucking crack me up because they're a team that just talk about good personnel management too. That's why. You need to have a GM and a personnel department yeah. and not have your fucking head coach do it because middle of the season, they're able to go out and get CMC. They're able to do a lot of things, right. but then implement them the right way. But schematically, they, they attack you horizontally. They, they don't do. attack you vertically. So I still so, think Debo Samuel is their most dynamic. He's awesome. He's incredible. I mean, McNett, Matt, McAfee is. Was that him? Is Mac, how do I say his last name? McCaffrey? McCaffrey. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's explosive. Obviously, you know, they got, they got a great tight end. Yep. Uh, they have some wide receivers, mm-hmm. but they their system is so cool because it, it puts people in places that the quarterback just knows where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get an 80-yard pass, but you're going to get a lot of eight to nine-yard passes. Absolutely. And then you're going to matriculate and you're one broken tackle away, right? So in in sort of Kansas City, sort of the same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch Kansas City when uh, Mahomes went down, um, and uh, what's his name came in, the white boy from Michigan. Oh, Henny, Chad Henny. It was the same offense. They didn't change anything. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh oh. Thank you, Major. Major. Major takes uh, he he takes issue with your uh, Chad Henny comment there, Jerry. Um, no, but I I gotta say the thing with a good systematic cohesive offense is the parts are more interchangeable not to say oh you can win with chad henny like you can win with mahomes no no no. that's not what i'm saying but to your point he can come in and that offense can go without a hitch for a certain period of time right and that makes you so much better off and that and that's what i think baltimore's theory was Mm -hmm. we're going to get lamar we're going to get tyler huntley he's going to do what lamar can do it's just I don't think he does it as well. So I guess the question for me then is, because quarterback is clearly the most important position, I, I'm really on the fence right now on on Lamar. I, I, if you had told me a month ago that Baltimore would move on from Lamar and that they would go with Huntley slash a rookie slash you know, a younger uh, uh you know, free agent and bring them in and, and kind of see what they could do. I would have said you were crazy, but now you make the point about guys like Josh Allen and about Dak taking so much of that cap space that it's hard to surround them with good talent. Offensively speaking, Baltimore does not have great talent. You I know, know. So I know if they, 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 if have, they, they put have their a... eggs into the Lamar basket. 
are you getting a guy that's only going to play 10 out of 17 games, 12 out of 17 games? I mean, they've tried. They've tried to upgrade their roster and their wide receivers. I mean, how many first-round picks have they used? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, every year it just seems to be Mark Andrews, <laughs> I know, and, and J.K. Dobbins. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 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 with you, Todd. I am I am sort of at a crossroads with Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that I'm mad at him for not playing or all that. It's no. just right. it, it, it's the risk reward, the cost benefit analysis is just not there. No, you might be better off letting him go and then starting over. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of think that's where they are. That's going to be a tough one to sell to the fan base, too. You know, I mean, talk about. Oh, uh, he is a community oh, leader, dude. dude. I mean, when you go down there all year round in Baltimore, because we go down to Baltimore all year for concerts. Right. Really good concert city. I love the outdoor venue. They got multiple indoor venues. We're down there all the time. <clears throat> year round, there are Lamar jerseys everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Restaurant servers, guys on the street, you you name it, man. He is so loved. Absolutely. And and that's going to be a tough one to move on from. Because, it is. It, uh, but I also think, um, but I think that they, they've made a pretty good deal. Uh, not a pretty good deal. They've made a really good deal to him, mm-hmm. and he wants more. Right. And I, I just don't think it's worth it, however... That's on the field. Off the field, I don't know if they can absorb the hit. I don't know if they can absorb the, the hit from the fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you point. almost have to have someone in the wings ready to go. And hey, Tyler Huntley, I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we let Lamar go. We just traded for Aaron Rodgers. Let me ask you this. That type of in thing. retrospect, was this one of the best things that happened was not winning that game against Cincinnati so that they can really evaluate the fact that Huntley's not the guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they they saw that. I mean, they they I were aver- so. they were they averaging just, for like they were averaging like twelve points a game. I, it, it was bad. I get it. You know, um, they get it down to the thirty, and then Stover has to kick a field goal. That's pretty much their offense, right? Well, but I, what if I'm the Ravens? I'm looking to be creative. Sure, right? I'm looking to be creative. Is Aaron Rodgers available? Is someone available that I can trade for? Yeah. Who has a lesser number? Now he's got a big contract too, dude. So I mean, sure. it, it's like you're you're robbing Peter to pay Paul if you really are trying to do the the cost analysis. But um, a really good quarterback, um, and let Lamar go because he's he's. I get the sense. No, no, I don't get the sense. What the fuck do I know? But I mean, <laughs> I it, it appears to me that he is trying to reset the market mm-hmm. with yeah. guaranteed money and. You know, but coming this, off a year like this, he's I mean, he, not in the driver's seat that he once was. He was not good this year, even he when he played. I mean, he was really good at the beginning. He was. The first four weeks, he was sure. amazing. Sure. And then he just he, he was, became average. He was he was not great. No. Um, yeah, so his he's not in the same position of power that he was in week eight or nine. You know, that's the reality. <clears throat> if I'm a betting man, my guess is the Ravens franchise him. I think that's where it's going to go. They're yeah. not going to sign a long term. They're going to franchise him for one year, and they then might he's do a gone. Kirk Cousins thing, and then he's gone after that. Yep, because they got to be able. And I would, I would bet that you would see them draft a quarterback early. I would agree. You know. <clears throat> All right. So speaking of quarterbacks, local teams, we started this whole off with Brock Purdy and everything else. Obviously, the Washington Commander situation still looms large with the ownership then offensive coordinator, then player personnel, and how it's going to be structured, who's going to be retained with the new owners, yada, yada, yada. We don't know all that shit yet. 
We don't even know who the new owner is going to be. I have no idea. Report this morning was Bezos is going to still going to make a play. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I'll believe whatever when I see it. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Um, I think Washington could do worse than moving on from Wentz, which I think they're going to do, right? Oh, yeah, they're going of course. to. And going into next year, resigned to the fact that they're going to have Taylor Heineke at a decent number, Sam Howell, and then draft a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that's what I think they're going to do, too. Um, and normally, I would crucify that and just get all pissed off because this organization's such a pain in the ass. But they really are in a transitional year. With the new ownership and everything else, shit's they, not going to happen at the right. you know at the drop of a coin. It's going to take time. They Dude, are, the, but the only flip side, Todd, is if you're Ron Rivera, you have to win to impress a new owner. But Jerry, two years in a row, you went after a free agent quarterback. Nobody wants to fucking come here, and you couldn't score twenty points. You're telling me Sam Howell can't score twenty points? No, I I think I, mean, I think Rivera is on his on his last leg. I think so too. Regardless of how he does next year. Dude, they start off like 3 and 6, 3 well, and 7. Even if it's they done, if they if they start off 6 and 2, I still still think he's done because I think the new ownership will want to put their mark hmm. with a younger staff. I mean, I think this this franchise needs to get younger. Yeah. They have too yeah. many old people they do. around. I mean, <laughs> you're I mean, right got, about that. They got, they got. It's like the scene from the first Caddyshack when he walks yeah. into the clubhouse. He's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, it's like they a have, home in here. <laughs> listen to, I mean, their their front office is old. Mm-hmm. Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, right? Yeah. Uh, Ron Rivera's old. Mm-hmm. Del Rio's old. Yep. Um, they want to bring in. They're interviewing nothing but old <laughs> offensive coordinators, like we talked about, of right. course. They're, they they may ha- I don't know that I can't go down their entire coaching staff. I mean, their wide receivers coach may be younger. I don't know, <laughs> but people of, in the positions of power, right? Policymakers and and draft, you know, not mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. not on the field coaches, but in the building making decisions. They're old and they're old school. Yeah, and you know, Ron Rivera wants a quarterback that's going to not throw interceptions, uh, matriculate the ball down the field, get you in field goal range, and. Let it have a have a pretty good defense on the field, and then at the fourth quarter you have a chance to win. Sure. And when you have that philosophy, you're going to win. Lose, you're going to win some games and lose some games, and you're going to be about five hundred. Yeah. Right. You can get lucky and win two, or you can get unlucky and be two games under five hundred. Exactly. But that's generally what you get with him, mm-hmm. and I think that's his formula, and he ain't changing. Yeah, probably right. So now you're probably right. Um, so with that said, I agree with you, man. Don't don't go out and, and and try to make a splash with a with a with a quarterback. I think you have well again. The person has to want to come here too, right? You know, and and the names being floated out there. Your David Cars would they make a play for Aaron Rodgers, et cetera, et cetera? Why would either one of those guys even yeah. want to come here? I mean, I think David Carr and Rivera have some sort of relationship. I think I think Carr actually fits the bill that you just described. The difference is he's got like a twenty eight million dollar. Yeah, he's got a hit. I mean, He's got a hit, but obviously he's going to either be traded or released. Um, yeah, but I look at it, and I, I, I try and think logically, and I go, okay, here's where this whole thought process is flawed, because does this coaching staff know how to coach him up? I think the answer is no. Yeah. They have a very stale Well, they, they think they do. Correct. Right? But I, they, like, to your point, they can't do with Brock Purdy what Kyle Shanahan no. can. There's yeah. a difference between... Um, there's a difference between getting Derek Carr via 
a free agency contract and trading for him. I don't think there's any chance they trade for him. No. I don't no, think no, they no. give up what, what it's going to take to do it. I don't Absolutely think they're, I just don't think they're interested in doing that. I don't think ownership would allow it because, you know, you don't want to you don't want to be selling a franchise with a bad stadium going into next year with no first round pick, right? <laughs> so I think they would nix it. If any organization would do it, it would be right. them. But if David if David Carr gets released and he's doing a tour, and you might want to bring him in just to see if he's interested. Sure. Right? But I don't think Ron Rivera is comfortable with um, running a Shanahan offense because Shanahan – you know he's obviously not conservative, which puts his defense on the field more. Mm-hmm. Now they have a better defense in Washington. Oh yeah, right. So no it's doubt. right. It's not right. So if if you run Shanahan's offense with Washington's defense, you're going to get scored on a lot mm-hmm. more than. I mean, they don't have a Joey Bosa as good as Chase Young is. He's no sure. Joey Bosa. No, you're right. So you're totally right. Um, or is it Nick Bosa? I get one of the Bosa. Yeah, well, one of them. Whatever, whichever Bosa. They're both there. very good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I mean, but I I think you and I are in agreement that I think it's going to be a very very conservative off season. Um, I think they're going to get an underwhelming um, offensive coordinator that Ron that sort of fits into Ron's. Hey, this is we're gonna we're gonna run the ball a lot. We're gonna run the clock. We're gonna have a quarterback that's gonna make throws. Um, if you're Terry McLaurin and you're uh, Dotson, you're a little you know you're just like shit you know because they're not going to be they're not going to be highlighted they're not going to be sure. getting a lot of big plays and and running this wide open scheme no um, but um, those guys seem they 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 don't seem to be big me guys no you know they what don't I mean? they don't complain a lot and Terry just got paid so well, they, they seem to want to win yeah he wants you to know, win yeah, right they're 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 you know they're in that mindset of. I don't think Sam Howe's your answer because I don't think so either. I, I get it. You know how <laughs> people seem to forget: the more you play, the worse you get because sure. there's more film. Absolutely right. I mean, Dallas had never seen Sam Howe play in the pros. Mm-hmm. He had; they had no really idea what he was, what he could do, or what he couldn't do. That's right. Um, but if you give if you give an NFL team six games of what you can do and what you can't do. I mean, that's why Heineke always looks good the first couple games he comes sure. in, right? Because you're not sure. prepared for him. But once you say, okay, this is these are the throws he can't make, so we're not to worry about those. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with Sam Howe. Now, I don't know a lot about Sam Howe. I know he was good for one year at North Carolina, and his last year he wasn't that good. Exactly. And they said it was because he had lost a ton of personnel. Um, but uh, And for one game, he looked competent. There, there's the rub. He looked at least competent against a team that was playing their starters. Right. If it was, if that was a throwaway game between Washington and Pittsburgh, who wasn't making the playoffs, and there's a bunch of no names on the field, I wouldn't have put as much stock in it. Right. Curiosity killed the cat. I'd, I'd like to see him play a little bit more. I just don't want to go into the season with a twenty-five million dollar quarterback no. again. I mean, I, th- I think if Sam Howe and Heineke are your quarterbacks, you're going to win seven, eight games. And that was going to be my question. How many more games does Derek Carr get you? Probably two. If the cards fall right. Yeah. I mean, he's a better quarterback. than He is a better quarterback. He's a better quarterback. I, I think he gets shit on too much. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I've always been a huge fan of him. I think he's a top 12 quarterback. I, I but, think so, too. Um, but, you know, I think... I don't know how many wins he translates, but I would bet you he, I would bet you he gets seven more points a game. That's probably true. That's a that's a better way to look at it because I think he can hit vertical. Mm-hmm. I think he's just a better better quarterback. I think sure. he'll he'll get you an extra seven points, and and by that you'll win more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I think he's in a different class than Fitzpatrick and Wentz. 
who they went after. Well, he, the there, last he's a years. little younger. Yeah, a little younger. I think much better. And um, he seems to be tougher than like mentally. I think Wentz is. I think he's, well, he's a mental midget. Dude. He's a little shell shocked with all uh, the no surgeries doubt. and. Uh, I mean, he just he just looked incompetent when he came back. He did, you know, and that was just that was a terrible decision <laughs> to put him back in that game, dude. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I, I, I they wouldn't have made the playoffs uh, with with with, uh, <clears throat> with uh, Taylor because he wasn't winning either. No, you know, he had lost like three or four straight games, but yeah, uh, you know. I mean, they, 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 I, I said it all year. They just weren't good enough to be a playoff team. Yeah, they're just, they, they just weren't it, very you good. You make it. Yeah. You know, they got on a hot run, and yeah. that sort of made everybody have an overinflated sense of how good they could be. Agreed. Um, Agreed. But, I, see, I look at New York, the Giants. I think they're very similar to Washington. The difference being they, they've rode their quarterback that they drafted. We've done the free agency route. But the formula that they're using up there is the same thing. That Ron Rivera is using. They got to. I just think Dabble and the coaching staff are a little bit younger, a little bit more innovative. Yeah. I think their defense plays better, but they're they're not really a good team. They got they, some big decisions to make. Huge. What are you going to do with Barkley? What are you going to do, you with, gonna do, man? What are you going to do with Jones? I know. I mean, those are if huge you sign decisions. those guys, then 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 you are committed to them for years and years and years. And it takes away your opportunity to build around them. Running backs are interchangeable. I agree. Signing a running back to a second contract seems kind of crazy. You know, as much as I like Brian Robinson and uh, who's the other kid that Washington has, um, the converted wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Samuel. Yeah. No, no, no. Not, no. Not, not Curtis Samuel. The other running back um, who played oh, all, all last year. Gibson. Yeah, Gibson. As much as I like Robinson and Gibson, when their contracts are up, you draft the next Robinson and Gibson. You could have two more I, I, Robinson and Gibsons correct. in three years. And no yeah. offense to those guys, but that's right. just the position. That's how you roll. That, that yeah. is it, man. Um, yeah. So we'll see. All right. So let's get back to um, Final Four weekend here for the NFL. So we got the rematch in the AFC, KC and Cincy. Um, and then you've got Philly and uh, San Fran. All right. So I'm going to go. Uh, I think that Mahomes pulled an Emmett Smith. He was embellishing a little bit more than he was injured. Mm. I mean, he did get injured. But when he threw a touchdown um, and when he was uh, nobody seemed to be watching, he was walking a little bit better than when he knew the camera was on him uh, between plays and he was hopping and all that bullshit. So I think he's fine. It's one of those where Emmett Smith on two plays looks fine. You touch him and he grabs a shoulder. Yeah, he grabs a shoulder you know. and he's mad and be like, oh, he's so tough. And he comes back <laughs> and runs a one-yard touchdown. And it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. That was so embellishing. So I think they will be playing in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be close. I mean, I am, I'm about 60% uh, confident in my pick because I think Cincinnati's on a kind of a hot roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take Kansas City at home just because I think I just th- until um, until I see them lose, <laughs> it's, it's just so gonna, it's since you beat KC last year, correct? They did in KC. They did. I don't but think that happens two years. In I don't think it. Does I, I, I really don't. I think. Um, I, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, I, I just consistently, I think Mahomes uh, will find a way to win. I think more so than not, and I even over Burrow. I agree. I just think KC at home, um, I, I'm with you 100%. Uh, really close game. I'm going to go 27-24, KC. Uh, I'm going to go 
31. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I think they're. I think it's going to be sort of a both quarterbacks are going to show how good they are. Right on. Well, I'm hoping for that. Right. Uh, entertain me. Um, all right, NFC. I'll start off NFC. All right, two best teams in the NFC. I don't think that's debatable. Two best teams. Um, Hurts for whether you like him or not. He's he's looked the part, man. He he looks like he's a stud. Um, I, hard to go against Shanahan after I just said he's the best coach in the NFL. Um, Philly's got firepower. They're and, good. And Sirianni's a son of a bitch, man. He 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 has he has no he he's got balls, man. He's got he, balls of steel. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the conservative uh, 49er approach. I think they just whittle this game down, and it's gonna be an odd score. I'm gonna go 26-17, San Francisco. Okay. I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go 28-21, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I I think the same way you do. I I think at some point this, they're just a better overall organization. Um, I think they'll. I think they actually like playing on the road mm-hmm. a little bit more, um, and. I like Jalen Hurts. He's a good quarterback, but I'm not sold on him as much as I'm sold on Shanahan. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm going to go with San Francisco. Right on. We shall see. We shall see. NFL, always, always entertaining. All right. So let's move uh, into some Terps basketball. Um, Last we talked, Maryland came off the win against Ohio State, went to Iowa, got got beat. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually didn't play that poorly. Uh, but Iowa was just better. Then they beat their nemesis, Michigan, which was fun. You were at that game? I was. I was. Frank and I went. I did not have high expectations. I'm not going to lie. The whole way there, I'm like, you can't stop Dickinson. How are we going to win this game? And I'd say Julian Reese probably played his best game of the year. Right. Um, And Dickinson looked – I don't know whether he was sick or hurt or something. He just didn't look right to me. Right. Um, Don't care. You know, don't care. He's yeah, a big exactly. dumb animal. Don't give a shit. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and, and Terps got the win, so that was huge. And then uh, they went into Purdue on Sunday, and I figured 25-point loss, and <laughs> they damn near pulled that one out. Lost by three, got it down to one at one point in the second half, and uh, really, really good team effort. Um, I think they have found a little bit more solid footing, even with that loss at Iowa, than they had in their previous run where they were all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like when the wheels come off a little bit now, they know how to steady the ship. They buckle down on defense. They do a couple things to, to take the clock out of it offensively, get to the rim. I think Reese is playing much better inside. That's, that's the thing that gives me and a little bit of hope. The, the Canadian kid, Swanton Rogers, that's come in now, and he's only playing about five to seven minutes a game, but he's, he's 6'11", but he looks like he's about seven feet. He plays above the rim, and he gets a couple rebounds, hits a couple shots. Those two, if they can establish a presence inside, they're not going to be dominant. That allows Jameer Young, that allows Dante Scott, Hakeem Hart, Don Carey, Ian Martinez, room to to dribble and drive, and that's what this team does. They're guard-oriented, and that's what they want to do. Well, they're 12-7 and to date. Um, They're 3-5 and in conference. Mm -hmm. So this is the next three which I think they're all at home, too. They're all at home. This is why they're all at home. I think you have to win. I think you have to win two of those games. Oh, yeah. If you don't win two of those games, you're not going to make the tournament. Absolutely. So, so the Wisconsin game tomorrow night is huge. Yeah. I mean, cause, just because you're at home and, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you seem to have found a little bit of a formula. Reese is playing a lot better. He is. Um, and so, you know. Students you, are back. 
you know? Students are back. I think so. that Michigan game was so big for that reason. We were driving home from the game, and Mitch said it best. He was like, he was a little disappointed in the crowd last week, but it was a shitty weather game. The right. students weren't back. You know, I was like, that's about what I expected it was going to be. But I was like, but winning that game and then playing well at Purdue, I think gives them just enough optimism to go, huh, are we going to see the kind of environment we saw against Illinois, or are we going to see the stinker we saw against UCLA? Right. And right now, I think you're leaning more towards a better environment, keeping games close, and having a chance to win in the end. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if these were, you know, two away games and, and, you know, but these, I mean, right now you have three straight home games and then you have four home games left, right? So you got to harvest yeah, so your nuts at home. Let's see. So it's Wisconsin tomorrow, Nebraska on Saturday. Right. Got to win that one. Got to win that one. And then the third one, I think, is Indiana. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all of those teams are unranked. They're mm-hmm. not bad. Right. No, they're all, they're all They're all solid. <clears throat> they're all Division One, Big Ten basketball. Look, the Big Ten is just eating itself. Everybody beats everybody. And the fact that <clears throat> Maryland can go into Purdue – against a seven-foot-four guy with no inside presence and hold them to 58 points and have a chance to, to tie it up just right. tells you how close the college basketball is in general. I mean, they, Maryland only has, right now, one remaining game against a ranked team. And part of that is the Big Ten is eating itself, but mm-hmm. also part of it is they're not that good. Right. Right. I mean, they're good, but they're not like great. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in that mix, that gives you something to play for every single game. Right. You know? So, like I said it weeks ago when they were in their downswell, I said if they can just find a way to steady and get right around 500 in Big Ten play, middle part of February, you got stuff to play for. You know? And moral victories suck. I get it. But when when you're playing Purdue and you're within, you know, one shot away at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when Matt Painter leaves the court on Sunday looking furious. Right. You know, he was like, yeah. he's like, we didn't play good enough, you know. So and, and I'm optimistic. Now, the next time we do our pod, <laughs> we could be. It, it might be they might be 12 and 10. Right. We're on a three-game losing streak, and you're like, all okay, pissed off. that's yep. it. I mean, that's just no that, doubt, that, man. that's the end of the game right there. No doubt. Well, for a team that doesn't shoot consistently, y- you can lose any single game. Sure. You know, Um and they weren't great in the first half on Sunday, but you know, got it together again. They did it defensively. I think I think Willard's finding his uh, his niche with this group until right. he gets his recruits in and stuff. He knows how he has to play. Mm-hmm. I think before he was kind of like throwing everything at the wall, and it worked for a few games, and then it just blew up in his face. And he was like, you know what? It's like a football team. It's like if Rivera said, "Hey, go out and chuck it forty times." Right. And we put he's, up he's 35, fine. 35, and then you go. We just threw eight interceptions. He's the last finding two games. his footing and yep. and, and, and the identity of his team. Absolutely. Right. So, you know. all right. So, Todd, answer me this question. Yes. Why are the Caps worse with Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom back? Jerry, I wish I had an answer. Dude. And and why is Laviolette scratching everybody at least once a game? I mean, I understand Ovi's hurt, but uh, dude, but some of those decisions were like it's you not. Know, Strom got he was a healthy scratch one time. <sighs> After as a first line player, Dude, have you have you seen a more angry text from me that night? To no, you? It, I think it, I used the word indefensible. Indefensible. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was, I was fucking. I needed, pissed, a, I needed a thesaurus. <laughs> I was fucking pissed, man. Um, look, Laviolette's strength in the past has been catering to the best lineup available, best players available. You guys go. You're my horses, and it's like he got the veterans back, and he started overthinking everything. Yeah. And, I, and I don't understand it. Yeah, he's like overcoaching. I almost show him how creative and smart I am. Exactly. Now, I get it. He's trying to find... If, if you asked him, if we were having beers, 
he'd say, I'm trying to find a lineup I can win with the last week in March going into April come playoff time. I don't want to have to do this up and down. Oh, Milano, you play here. Oh, Mantha, you play there. I want to figure it out. And if I come to McClellan at trade deadline and go, wave Mantha. He's not in my plans. for. That's what he wants to know right now. But should you do that like two consecutive games instead of just one game? That's the problem is as good as they were to get back into contention, they're still not they they don't have a whole lot of uh, house you know chips to play with. Right, I'm with you. They they they, they still got a battle every night. And um I thought that the the th- you know the winning streak and the energy they were putting into it sort of took it that was they sort of blew their wad. They did. <laughs> you know what I mean? They did. And yeah. they did, their old guys needed I mean, oh she's breaking down now again. Sure. Um but Strom is not breaking down. Strom looks great. Yeah. And you know it, it's it's just weird. Either I think I mean I assume I have no idea what he said to Anthony Mantha, but he, he, I'd say you got five games to show me, or we're we're waving you. Yeah, I mean, or we're trading you to Phoenix or some I, shit like that, some, right? something like that. Um, now he's tinkered with the lineup too much, and this this is what pisses me off about NHL coaches. They put all this thought into these lineups and these lines and everything else, and then you play the game and you realize. Four to six minutes every period is special teams. Yeah. And then they bitch about it, and they're like, oh, well, we had to be on the penalty kill. You've known that since fucking junior hockey. Right. You you play about 20%, 25% of each period on special teams. Yeah. So don't put all your eggs into these lines knowing that they're going to get shuffled around. They're going to get mixed up. What you do tinkering in-game is way more important to me than what you do pre-game, which is why the best players should be in the lineup. Yeah, hands and, down. And it, you're right. It's not like you have some some games to just sort of, you know, try new stuff. We're out. not Boston. No, yeah, you're not Boston. <laughs> so, right. You know, now I will say this: this league is so dumb. Um, and and the the Caps West Coast swing is a prime example. So the Caps beat Arizona four nothing, mm-hmm. as they should, and the game's not even four nothing close. You know, completely blew them out of the water. Great. They go into Vegas, they lose 6-2, and that wasn't even that close. No. They could have given up 10 goals in that game. Yeah. It was pathetic. Vegas, two nights later, lost to Arizona 4-1. I know. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense, yeah. man. It, so, it, it, it really is like, <laughs> you know, like back-to-backs, you're almost always going to lose a second game I, I back-to-back. Yeah. If, you, if you can wizard your way to a point in back-to-backs, that's where you're at. Um, All right, so the trade deadline is in March, Todd. I want you this uh, website I'm on right now. Has five bold predictions. Okay. Just league-wide. Uh-huh. Tell them what you think about them. Okay. Islanders acquire Vladimir Tarasenko. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't think that that's that bold, though. Ottawa lands Jacob Church run. I don't even know who he is. Oh, Churchurian? Churchurian, yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, I could see that happening. Ryan O'Reilly to the Colorado Avalanche. That's a big one, and that's very possible. They need they need a little injection, and I think they feel like they need that veteran guy to just come in and have the grit and sandpaper, and he's got it. Bo Horvat to the Carolina Hurricanes. That would break my heart. I fucking love Bo Horvat. That guy's awesome. I do not want to see him go to Carolina. Yeah. Because it's looking increasingly more likely if the Caps are able to get into the playoffs that Carolina is that first-round opponent. That's going to hurt. That's going to be tough. Yeah. I don't want to play those guys. 
I don't really want to play anybody. <laughs> I know you don't. I mean, I, I, mean, I used to be like, fuck it, let's play Montreal because they were always like shitty, right? You know, so, and, and they, they beat us, right? I get it. <laughs> but, you know, it was always, you know, we were always, or Carolina, we'd be like 4 2, or the Flyers or somebody, you know. I know. Those days are over, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's do our thing. <laughs> the next five games for the Caps. Let's, let's break it down. I should have been ready. I'll say this, too, real quick. Um, I think Ovi taking some maintenance is necessary, <clears throat> and I agree with you. I think that winning streak was fueled a lot by him just playing insane minutes. Yeah. And he, we need to remember he's 37, and this the, the chasing the record is awesome. His goal-scoring prowess is still just incredible to watch. It's got to be just – But, dude, it takes a toll on you, man. Yeah. And – he doesn't play soft. <laughs> you no, know, he he still goes out there and just rolls people. All right. Caps 25, 18, and 6. These are the next five. Okay. At Colorado. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Tough. Home to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Then a three-game away stretch. Toronto, the Blue Jackets, and Boston. Man, it's tough. All right. I feel like we played a lot of weight of, of road games. <clears throat> um. Brother? Six. Six points would be great. That's a tough stretch. I'm going to say four points. Woo! Shit. I know, brother. I'm, well, if we get four points, I'm not going to be in a happy mood. Well, um, I mean, I, I, I think we're losing in regulation to Colorado. I think we get one against Pittsburgh. I think we get one against Toronto. We beat – we get two against Columbus, and we lose – uh, to Boston. It wouldn't right shock much. me in there if we stole one at Colorado or Boston and then lost to Columbus. Be, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Would, that would be very capitals like. That would be cool if we could win at Boston. I mm-hmm. think that's the kind of shit that, you know. Yeah. But I actually think we match up fairly well with Boston. I'm not going to lie. Um, they're very, very good. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to lie. <laughs> but uh, I, I just, I like the way we match up well, w- right. well with them. Um, well, we know who they are. Yeah. I mean, they're just on the heater. It's the same dudes they've always had, right? I mean, and honestly, one one of the guys that makes a huge difference for us against them is Wilson. Yeah, the the the, the shit housery that those guys do, they don't do it when Wilson's out there, man. They just yeah. don't. Well, you know? you know who? Real quick, I'm real lost in all of this tinkering with the lineup and who's sitting and whatever else. You know who's been terrible for about ten games? Who? Kuzi. Yes, he's been complete awful. Shit. Now. That's par for the course for him. Yeah. He disappears for portions of the year. You used to word the, use the word disinterested with the yeah. caps. That is koozie to a T. Yeah. He just, he's such a great skater and player. It's like if they're not winning, he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I don't even care right now. Right. You yeah, know? he has been non-existent. So for all of like, that's I think why I was the most pissed off when Strom sat. Because LaViolette's like, well, we need to win face-offs and penalty kill. And I'm like, well, koozie doesn't do either of those things. And he's not back-checking. And he's not getting points. Right. So what the fuck is Strom sitting for? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's been non-existent. He's been terrible. Yeah. So him and Manther, there are, and you know, obviously, I give Wilson a pass because he's just getting back his his legs into it. But at some point, that dude he needs to fucking get on the like spectrum of maybe mm-hmm. another suspension. Yeah, that's where I like him <clears throat> when he's a little bit on edge. You know, well, who did he almost fight the other night? He went after somebody. Um. It wasn't Vegas. I think it was Arizona. Um, somebody was roughing up Backstrom in the corner, and Wilson like almost lost his shit. Like, right. you can't mess with my uncle. <laughs> you know, I'm coming right, after right, you. Right, right, um, right, right. Uh, yeah, so that's good. That's good to see. Yeah, yeah. Know? That was the first time I saw him like get Tom Wilsonized, where he's like, 
I'm going to fucking kill you. And I was right. like, yes, that's, what, that's my Tommy. Um, yeah, you know, I think this team finds their way into the playoffs. They're veteran laden. Yeah, I think so, too. Kemper's, Kemper's a stud. Plus, the league wants Ovechkin in. <laughs> yes, they do. They want him in the playoffs. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? So, And they, I, will, I will say, man, as, as much as people are like, oh, Ovi's lost a step and he's this and he's that, which is all true. All true. Team still game plan and fear for him on the ice. And when he wasn't on the ice against Vegas, they they looked like they were playing five on four the whole time. You know what like, he you know what he can do? Snipe. Score. He is John Stockton. Right? John Stockton. And when he got old, he could still do all the shit. He, he just was like John fasting. Stockton, but he rebounded and played inside like Bill Lane Beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean he's just like yeah. what I mean, he oh, he 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 has a skill set. He does. That doesn't depend on speed. <laughs> he is a puck hog. And when when kids are little, you're like, don't be a puck hog, don't be a puck hog. That kid has been a puck hog probably since he's six years old, right. and he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. And the, but you and know, he'll never stop when he gets the the puck on like three and three, three on three. I just I'm not really that you know. I I almost think why are you putting him out there? He can't skate, right? I know he's a sniper. Right? Don't get me wrong, right? And he's got he's crafty. Mm-hmm. That's why I call him John Stockton, right? John Stockton was crafty, sure, um, but. You know, like he when he when he's on a breakaway, it's like I don't. I mean, every once in a while he's going to hit one, right? But it, he's the best, obviously on the power play, but on those uh, where they have a where they have plays set up, they play set up. But you know where he's been really good the last few years is just picking up trash. Yeah, and it's because he loves to score goals, right? And I think Gustafson has been a huge impact from the blue line because that dude gets the puck on net. George made a really good point. He was dad. I don't know what Gustafson does with his release, but he goes, you watch him, and I'm like, yeah, it's not quick. He goes, he's looking, he's looking. He goes, he never gets his shots blocked. He goes, they always get fucking through. Any update on Carlson before we go? No no time soon. Still week to week. LTIR for foreseeable future. Well, let's hope the Caps Caps can fare better than I think they're going to fare. Yes. Yes, agreed. Major, I yeah, love Mage. your input, buddy. I completely yeah. agree with you. He, he don't worry. Tom Wilson's coming back, buddy. All coming right. back with a vengeance. <laughs> All right, bud. All right, guys. Anything else for the week? No, sir. All righty. Well, wings, beers, and tears. We will see you next time. Go Caps. All right, go Caps. Peace.